this is Hisham Herak Yud is discussing the mid of the Kiyos. And we said that the difference between Sahiris, which is the person's taking care to make sure that what he does is not, not uh, anything which is also to the Kiyos, is the difference between actions and midas. That Zahiris deals with the person's actions and uh, ensures that he's not doing anything against the halacha, and the Kiyos is referring to a person's midas. And that is that he knows that the motivations he has and the drives he has aren't again, are also aren't coming from a place of a bad middle. A person is lucky, he's clean. There's no underlying uh, reasons for, for him to be doing the wrong thing. So in the second paragraph, he explains this in more detail. And he says, And therefore you can now see the difference that there is between a person who is a Zahir, a person who is careful about what he does, who <coughs> measures his actions and his words, and then not a person is considered clean. Even though the concept is similar, there's nevertheless a big difference between them. Because Zahir who are Nizar Bemaisa. Zahiris means a person checks, is careful about his actions. And therefore, he makes sure that things he knows are also, and things he knows that he can't do, so he makes sure he's not doing it. But that's just as far as actions go. But he's not a master over himself. That he's not going to get misled. He's not going to get influenced by the natural tithes that a person has. And what this type is going to do, are we talking about a person who checks his actions? And therefore, even though he's still susceptible to bad midas or to taiva, whatever it might be, but Lemaisa, he's not going to do something which he knows is wrong. He's already his up. <coughs> so what's the danger? What do you call the dimin? I'll be speaking about the midas vadim, and that is that the midas influence the person's dimin. And the dimin is going to confuse his concept of right and wrong. And that is, Shalaita <laughs> The way it's going to influence a person is going to look him to find the terium on those things which is not so sure it's also. And therefore, for sure, if a person, let's say, um, is tempted to, is tempted, I always give an example by food, to eat something which may not be kosher, right? The man says he has a timer for food and therefore it smells good, he's in, he's, it's appealing, he's enticed. So he's not going to eat something which is absolutely also. He's a Zahir, somebody who's careful for what he does. So if the temptation be for something which he knows is possible khalaf, he knows is a shellfish, or he knows is something which is trash, no, that he's not going to do. But something which is a kosher food, then it's probably got a good heksha, and uh, that's the case, he'll convince himself that it's okay. He'll convince himself it's okay, and he'll find the reason why it won't be matter, and it could be that it even is okay. If a person does did I do something wrong when I ate that food? He said, no, I came to the conclusion that it's kosher. But at the end of the day, what's bringing him to see things that way is because of the underlying middle that he wants to eat the food. So he might be right, but he's not knocky. He's not, not completely blame, blameless. He's not completely clean. There's a certain motivation, there's a certain element which, which clouded his judgment. And therefore, even if he didn't do anything wrong, but the decision wasn't made, so to speak, in a completely, in a completely, 
not the atmosphere, in a complete a- an atmosphere which was divorced from any self-interest or any any middah. So even if a person is trying to overcome his yetzer and to not be misled by his tavis, but it's not, he hasn't got the level that is going to change him. He hasn't got the stage where he can change his nature. And he isn't able to take out of his out of his heart the, the natural desires that he has. So all he can do is at a yikwesh as he can try and control it, suppress it. And that way he'll he'll follow his chachma and not his tavis. And that that's the level of a zayin. A person knows he has tavis, but I'm going to be in control. I'm not going to let him get away, get the better of me. I'm not going to give in. Then I'm going to suppress it. But it doesn't mean that they're not there, and therefore they're still going to work to try and seduce him, make him make mistakes. And therefore, it's only after a person has accustomed himself a lot to acting with the heroes. Until he has cleaned himself, so to speak, the original Nikayim, from the Chatoim, which he knows about. And the second step is, is And he's accustomed himself to serving Hashem with Rezus. Then, then that awakens in a person in Avas Hashem. That's going to distance him from the nature of the physical the physical world until Then he can that will bring him to real Nikios. That what's 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 so to speak it takes away, what uh, puts out the fire of time in his heart is the Avis Hashem, the Chemdes Melikis. I read the whole paragraph in one go. But let's, let's elaborate and understand this idea together. The Nefzus Yisharim is telling us a very, very valuable tool. Uh, it's, I could, you might say, it's the only way that a person can successfully overcome a murder. And let's explain what he's saying. We said, this is the basis for what we in the Midas Vaidim as well, and that is that a person's seichel, in opposition to a person's Midas, doesn't really overcome the Midas. It might suppress the Midas, but it doesn't overcome it. Because the Midas works on the, on the, it speaks the language, it works on the wavelength of, I want. I want. I want money, I want covered, I want tithes, I want to sleep, whatever it is, I want to take revenge, I want to take it easy. Whatever the whatever the is that a person wants, it speaks the language of I want. The, the a person's mind speaks the language of you can't. You can't do what you want. You can't take revenge, and you can't eat what you want, and you can't do what you want, and you can't take it easy when you're meant to do other things. And therefore, the seichel speaks the language of right and wrong, 
the Midas people learn a job where I like and I don't like, where I want and where I don't want. And if that's the case, they don't really, you can't have a, a debate between them, you can't have a discussion between them, because they're not talking the same language. Uh, both really operate together. A person <coughs> actually can feel this is what I want, and a person can know, but I'm not meant to do that. Now, in that case, when there is that conflict, what's going to win? Well, it depends what's stronger in the person. In other words, the person is able to uh, say, even though this is what I want, I'm not going to let myself do that. I'm going to, I'm going to be strong. It's not the right thing to do. I won't let myself do it. Okay, it could be. His seichel can be stronger than his middle. So, full, full front-on attack. But it's a direct confrontation, and it might look the other way too. If the person <coughs> really wants something, so he might justify, I know that it's wrong, but I just can't help myself. I really want it. In other words, the seichel is a tool which can, so to speak, uh, confront the middle, but it's never going to overcome the middle. Never, because it doesn't talk the language of a middle. A person wants what they want, whether it's right or whether it's wrong, and even if he knows it's wrong, he won't do it, but he still wants it. And the seichel can't change it, because the seichel doesn't talk to what a person wants. The seichel talks to a person's conscience of right and wrong. And therefore, most people in the world to some stage or another, are very conflicted. Because on the one hand, they have a conscience telling them it's wrong. On the other hand, they have a yetzer or a mida telling them I want it. And now they always have the same challenge again and again. I want it, but it's wrong. It's wrong, but I want it. And uh, some people are, are going to be strong and therefore say, even though I want it, I'm just too bad, I'm going to have to control myself because it's wrong. And those people are going to go the other way and say, even though it's wrong, I can't help myself. If I want it, I'm going to do it. But uh, that presents an ongoing, so to speak, struggle between the two. An ongoing battle between a person's seichel and a person's mitzvah. Okay, so then when does, uh, if that's the case, a person will always be holding by the step of the heroes, which is trying to overcome the taiva, or trying to decide what's the right thing to do and do the right thing. Where do we get to the level of the kiyos? Which means, where is there the possibility that a person can have to change what he wants, to change the middle. In a case like that, then the middle is not going to affect him anymore. So instead of always having to fight the middle and maybe even successfully fight the middle and overcome the middle, how does the person work on changing the facts that what of what he what his middle wants? And it won't no longer be a challenge. And it won't be something he has to keep suppressing or fighting, but it's something which has changed. It's no longer a struggle for him. Can I ask a question? Yeah. So that's so good. What's the message of is which is Muslims would be used. You just have to adapt it to the circumstances. But the answer is the only way to overcome a middle, the only way to overcome a want is to provide an alternative want. Because if a person is, if the, the nature of the challenge is this is what I want but I can't do it, I feel a restraint and the challenge. It's going to be a it's going to be a condition. There's so to speak an opposition within me. But if a person has to choose between two things he wants, and if that's the case, a person chooses the one they want more. There's no opposition. No, there isn't a part of me thinking I really want the, I really want the other one. When it's a question of I want against what I want, so what I want more is going to win. And now that I don't want the other one anymore. For example, if you tell somebody. Uh, they, want, they really feel like they want to go and eat a steak. You say, I'm sorry, you can't eat a steak. It's, uh, the steakhouse isn't kosher. 
So then there's going to be a certain conflict. They sell the steak, they want the steak, tell them it's not, they're not allowed to eat the steak, so there's a conflict within it. But let's say, the same person says, I really want the steak. So they say, really? Have that pizza? And he thinks about it and says, yeah, you're right, I want pizza more. This is an example. If that's the case, he's not going to be conflicted that um, I want the pizza, but I want the steak. Because now that he's made, up, he's made up his mind, this is what he wants. So now I want that more. If that's the case, I'm no longer, I'm no longer uh, struggling with what I wanted beforehand. Because it's a want against the want. And now this is what I want. It becomes a stronger want. And if that's the case, I'm going to, I'm fulfilling what I want. But this is what I want to do. If it goes into the choice of two activities, you can either go, random activities, you go to the banking or you can go horse riding. He enjoys both. Now he thinks, what should I do today? Should today be banking or horse riding? So I said, I'm going banking. He's not going to feel, ah, oh, you know, I really have to overcome myself. Because I, 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 I want to go horse riding. You don't have to come yourself at all. If this is what I wanted to do, so then I'm deciding based on what do I want. And I decide what I want, and I'm, I'm happy with my decision. Because it's coming from the same place of I'm fulfilling the want. As opposed to being restricted and saying you can't do what you want, which causes conflict, no, I'm doing what I want. But I'm doing what I want to do the most. <coughs> now, if you understand that principle, then you understand the way to overcome a midah is to create a different want, which is going to stand in place of, the, of whatever the midah wants me to have. And therefore, if I have a, a, an alternative option of what I want to do, It's true, I really want this, but I can think of something else I want even more. And if that's the case, I'm not conflicted. I'm doing what I want to do. There's the same things I want to do more, and some things I want to do less. And I'll choose the one I want to do more. And therefore, for example, just like anybody who's really committed to whatever project they're working on, and they're most, for them, the, their primary goal, their main objective in life right now, is to achieve what they set out to achieve. So it's true, they might want to sleep, and they might want to take it easy, they might want to go touring and do other things, but they want to achieve it even more. And if that's the case, if they're driven to try and achieve something, to finish something, to get somewhere, wherever it might be, so right now they don't want to do anything else. They focus on what they're doing, they want to do this. Oh, but people don't want to eat, people don't want to relax, people don't want to go on vacation, they do. But if you ask him in this situation, what does he want? What I want the most right now is to be successful in... My venture. I want to, or whatever I set out to start. And you made, I'm going to choose to do that, not from a point of conflict, but from a point of that's what I want. <coughs> and therefore, says the Mr. Zishari, that the way to get to the kiefs, the way to get to a place where a person isn't struggling with his witness, he's gotten to the place where he's overcome his witness, is when a person gets to a place where there's an alternative to the middle that he wants more. Then there's an alternative to the middle that he wants more. And his example for that in the middle he's talking about, which is the negative middle of taiva goofness, which means physical wants. Wants which the body would, would, would promote, wants which might help the body or might, the body might enjoy, whatever possible way. So what am I going to offer instead of that? So he says, what I can offer instead of that is, the opportunity to connect to Hashem. To be closer to Hashem. And when a person tastes 
little bit of the uh, the satisfaction or the pleasure which that gives. So now, if, if he has the question of, should I, uh, what do I want to do right now? Do I want to follow my taiva, or do I want the experience of strengthening my my avasasha? So a person who's experienced avasasha, it's not a question. <coughs> It's not a question, it's something I want more. I want something I want more. So then really the the other the alternative of whatever the 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 mirror wanted me to do doesn't appeal to me anymore. I want to enjoy it. And if that's the case, I've overcome that mirror in the sense that mirror has nothing left to offer me. The mirror has nothing left to offer me because I've discovered something I like more. I discovered something which I enjoy more, which I anticipate more, which gives me a greater satisfaction, a deeper sense of pleasure. And then, what, 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 what the middle got left to offer me? This is a Chazal which I often mention, the Chazal and Shereshim. And this is the Yisoyed of this point, this is the Yisoyed of how this, the level of fixing a person's middle works. It revolves around this principle. The Pasuk says in Shereshim, Shuvi, Shuvi HaShalamis. And the way Chazal explained the Pasuk is that the nations of the world are turned to the Jewish people. And they say, Jewish people, come back and be like us. Why are you being different? Why are you accepting all these rules that you've got and all these mitzvahs that you have? Just be like us. And not only that, be like us and we'll make you great. We'll give you positions of importance, we'll give you positions of power, We'll give you good paying jobs. You know, don't you just give, give up your differences, give up your allegiance to Yiddishkeit, and we'll make it worthwhile for you. And this was always the core of any missionary activity or any other religion who tried to seduce Jewish people. Just be like us. Just be like us and it'll be great. It'll have a much easier life. You won't be persecuted. <coughs> you have all options of employment and education open to you. You'll be made into a leader. Whatever the case might be. That, that was the, the offer that the Goyim always presented. Be like us. Come back to be like us. Be, you'll be Jews with your minds and with your dedication. You'll be the, the kings of society. You'll be the captains of industry. You'll be the politicians. You'll be every major position. Just, just be like everybody else. That's the temptation that they offer us. And what's the Jewish people's answer to that? So that's the next question. Ma techazu b'shulamis the Jewish people's answer is what 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 honor what importance can you offer us like the Mechoyras and circle like the circle of the camps and says when we stood at the foot of Harasinai the Hashem showed us he said by accepting the Torah so you're now like Malachim I have two, Hashem says, I have two armies in this world. I have the Malachim in Shemayim, we have the Jewish people in the world. And now that you've accepted on yourself the Torah, you're like Malachim. In the Chayras, there's two camps, there's Machanayim. There's a camp of people here, and there's a camp of Malachim in Shemayim. You're like them. You're like them. You can be part of angelic society. Except in the Torah. So it says, Kaishal to the Goyim, what can, you, what can you offer me that compares to that? You say I should be part of your society. You say I should intermingle with you and be a, a German or a Pole or a, a Frenchman or, or whatever other nation you wanted to be. Mm-hmm. 
that's something which appeals to Rashim said you can be like a malach. What would I rather do? I would rather be a, a, a French or I'd rather be a malach. What can you offer me? You can offer me to be like you, Hashem says I can be like a malach. What do you have to offer me? And that's the way to overcome the tire for something. It's not a question of you can't do it. You can't do it. It's also for you. The way to deal with it is, but there's something I want more. I have a better option. So I want to do that. And I'm trying to explain this in Yeshiva, I always give the same with Marshall. As you imagine you're back in the Yeshiva, and everyone knows that Yeshiva suffers onto this, and uh, so you get a call, and someone says, Hi, I'm actually your, your second cousin's friend you never met, but I'm in Israel for a night, and I'm kind of lonely here. So how would you like to come out for a meal? I'll get to know you, I'll get to introduce you, I'll take you to the top-notch restaurant. You order what you like, it's like me, looking for company. So the average bracha would be delighted to get a good meal and for free. Fantastic. He's very happy to make it. He's very happy to agree. And he's now looking forward to the steak he's going to order. Now imagine 10 minutes later, you have another call. And this time it's his father on the line. Assuming he has a good relationship with his father. His father says, hi Yankee. You know, I came to Israel just for one day. So I'd love to see you tonight. I'm staying by a friend's house. Come over. I buy a bag of popcorn, I take out some cokes, and we'll spend some time together. What's the boy going to do? Assuming he has a good relationship with his father, he's going to call back to his second cousin's friend and say, I'm very sorry, I, you know, I'd love to go over to any other night, but I'm, I have to cancel for tonight. Now let's say he does it. He spends the time with his father. Is he going to feel, oh, it's so hard for me, oh, I wish I was in that state? No. It wasn't the question of you can, you have to do, or you can't do. It's a question of, what do you want to do more? And if a person, this is what I want. I chose it. This is my preferred option. So if that's the case, the other one doesn't interest me anymore. It would have been nice, but this is better. Answered Bachar, like his Magid Shir, that the Rebbe, when was the last time you went out to eat a Shona? 20 years ago, 30 years ago. What, have you done a Shona? Yeah, I like Shalom. So why do you eat Shalom? Are you trying to be mad with The truth is, it just didn't occur to me. I was busy. I was enjoying something. I should waste time to go eat Shalom. But it's the same idea. It's not something which a person is also, I can't, I have to fight it. If I find something that I'm more interested in, something which I'm more focused on, something that I'm enjoying more than that, so then it loses its luster, it loses its appeal. Because the question of what do I want? And in the scale of it, I don't want it. It doesn't interest me so much. I prefer something else. If that's the case, says the Messiah the bridge that a person has to cross from Zahirus to Nikius is Zahirus is a person who says, I'm going to do the right thing. It's going to be hard. I'm going to control myself. I have to check and do the right thing. But I'm going to overcome my yet. I'm going to overcome what I want to do the right thing. Nikius is a step beyond that. And that is, when a person starts to enjoy doing the right thing. And if that's the case, so the more a person gets an infinity for it, the more a person gets an enjoyment for it, so now it's not something which I have to overcome anymore. It's not something I have to fight with. It's something which I naturally would choose to do. And now I mean, the, 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 the mirror has nothing to say to me. Because the only way the mirror can tell me is, I want this, I'm going to enjoy it. And if my response to that is, no, I'm not. I'm going to enjoy that even more. 
they don't have to say. And then again, this concept is sold on the, on the spiritual level. The MS is, it works on the physical level too. If a person was used to an unhealthy lifestyle, and then to, to restrain themselves from eating unhealthy foods, from uh, excessive sugar, from I don't know, uh, nicotine, from any, whatever other hard drinks, whatever it's going to be, which is ruining a person, is a certain guru after fact. <coughs> but once a person gets into a thing where they enjoy something else more, that's it, they enjoy feeling healthy. And then whenever I eat that kind of food, I feel sick afterwards. So then it takes away the time for it. Because it's true uh, that on the one hand, our body is saying, you'd enjoy it. The mother says, no, you won't, you just feel sick. And therefore, it's not that I have to struggle to overcome it. It's the same system of what do I want, which is going to help me overcome it. That's instead of using the body's natural strength to overcome it, as opposed to trying to fight it, to, 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 to oppose it. And that's a Naki. Naki is a person who gets to the stage where the medicine don't appeal to them anymore. Because whatever it was that it would have interested them previously, it just doesn't do it for them. It doesn't interest them. I always give an example. They're little kids. So for them, uh, the biggest symptom after the rain, they want to go splash in the pond. And to try to show them, no, we don't need to splash in the pond. So I can see the struggle. They really want it. And the father says, no, so that's a struggle. You can't, but I want it. And they get a few years down, guess what? And they don't want to splash in the puddles anymore. It's not because I have to stop them. It's not because it's also for them. It's because the person gets the stage. It doesn't interest me. And I don't get any pleasure of smashing in a pipe. Okay, so then they knock you from there. That middle isn't something which speaks to them. And that's the same point. When a person gets to a point where he's developed a want for better, an enjoyment of something stronger, something more ruchni, so then he's developed a state, it doesn't interest me. There's nothing to offer me. There's nothing to offer me. I'm not going to therefore, I don't have to overcome the middle. The middle is, so to speak, no longer there. That's what we call the kiosk. A person's cleaned himself from that middle. It's not something which should be a factor which would ever appeal to him again. 